Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. We are ready, ready for another diving into the Word of God. So I think that's what, that's what everybody came for, is to worship the Lord and then hear His Word. So the title of the message today is A Father's Heart for His Children. A Father's Heart for His Children. And it's in the series, of course, that we've been doing, uh, but as far as turning points are concerned, but this is a specific message, A Father's Heart. If you think about our Father God, What are some of the things you can say about our Father God? Anything? He loves us. That's good. Anything else? He's kind. Merciful. Keep going. He's good, full of grace. Is he omnipotent? Omniscient? He knows everything, doesn't he? Now, when you think about that, he's our father. And we being, uh, let's say, fathers ourselves, some of us, then we know what our heart is toward our children. And Father God's heart toward his children magnified infinitely. Really. Because he loves us. He wants us to exceed. He wants us to uh, be just like him. And so today, we want to just touch upon three things that I think will help us to do that. Then the first uh, thing we'll do is review the message that I did. Oh, it's about the second message in the series. And we said that these are three keys to, three keys to answer prayer. <clears throat> I don't know whether anybody remembers any of them or not. But one of them was abiding in the, in the Father, abiding in Jesus. The next one was his word abiding in us. And then the last one was asking according to his will. And if we do those three things, then we're going to have keys to answer prayer. Now, this message is not like that one. It's a little bit different because the Father, he's, he's taking it a little bit further. Let's look in Matthew. That's where we're going to stay most of the time, in Matthew chapter 7. 
Matthew chapter 7. And let's look at verse 7. I'm going to look at it from, first of all, the New American Standard. It says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Now, that's the Father's heart. The Father's heart is for his children to ask him. Because you already said that there's nothing impossible for him. There's nothing that he can't do. There's nothing that he doesn't know about. Nothing. And so, if you had, if you were a father, and you had all these attributes that God has, would you desire for your children to share in those benefits? The answer would be yes. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Even though we don't have all those benefits, we still want our children to share in what we do have. We don't have much a lot of times, but we want our children to share in that. And so how much more does God want us to share in his benefits? Now, the first thing we want to talk about is an invitation to pray. Because I believe that God is inviting us to pray. That's what he's inviting us to do. And just think about it now. Here's Almighty God, the maker of the universe. He, everything is his in heaven and above and beneath, under the earth. Everything is his. He's inviting us to pray. I'm saying, God, that's a great invitation. Why are we so reluctant to accept his invitation? Why? Do we not think that he wants us to ask him? Do we think that he doesn't want to answer us? Why do we think that this invitation to pray is just something that is in the Bible, but it's really not something that we can grasp. You see, I believe that God wants us to grasp and hold on to his love for us. And therefore, he wants us to know that just ask me. Just ask me. There's nothing I won't do for you. Just ask me. Now, think about it now. This is from the New American Standard. And 
if I go to the Amplified, the Amplified would say, ask and keep on asking. It would say, seek, keep on seeking. It would say, knock and keep on knocking. Now, it's, it's Amplified says it in that way because it's the tense of that verb, asking and seeking and knocking, the tense of it is in the present imperative sense, which means that it's a continuous thing, repeated thing. So that's why he says, keep asking. Now, there is a prayer that, of course, we just say, uh, hey, God, this is what i like for you to do. And when we pray, we believe that we receive. And when we receive, then we have what we we have petitioned. But this prayer is a little bit different. This prayer is like a prayer of importunity. This prayer is he doesn't want us to stop asking. He doesn't want us to stop seeking. He doesn't want us to stop knocking. And so, God, why is it that you said in that way to us he said it just one time. It seemed like it would be enough. But <clears throat> what he's saying is that what I want you to realize is that there are levels sometimes, even in the natural, that you, you can probably understand it a little bit more. If it's, I gave you a natural example. Let's say your children. Uh, they asks you something, and you didn't ask them. Then they sought you. See, that's a different level. You know, God says that um, he, he wants us to seek him with our whole heart. So there's an asking, there's a seeking, which is a different level, and there is a knocking, and you can picture a, a child like in, in, in my study. If I'm busy studying, then somebody knock on the door. My study. Then, what, 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 what do you want? I need to ask you a question. Can it wait? No, it can't wait. I need you to answer me. So there are there are different levels of asking, seeking, and knocking. And God wants us to use all those levels with him because not that he's so distant off that he can't be found. That's not that's not the issue. He's he's not receiving in our mouth. So hey, we don't have to be concerned about that. <clears throat> but what we do have to re- realize is that God wants us seeking him. That's what he wants. He doesn't want us seeking other things. He doesn't want us seeking other people. He wants us seeking him. And that's what we do sometimes, you know. Uh, We uh, seek other people. We seek other things. And he said, I don't want you uh, doing that because I have 
everything you have need of. I have it. You just have to believe it. And I want you to ask me, seek before, knock, make sure that you are real serious about what you want. That's okay. Now, verse 8. Verse 8. It says, for everyone who asks, receive. And who, who, he who knocks, who, who, who seeks, finds. And he who uh, knocks, it will be open. Okay. This is Father God giving us assurance. Assurance that what we are seeking, what we are asking for, but we're knocking for, he is going to answer. Now, I don't know whether we really believe that like we should. Because if we believe that like we should, it probably would change our prayer life. Probably. And Verse 9 says, Of what man is there among you when his son asks for a loaf? Will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Now, to me, that's a, a continual assurance of what God says he'll do for us. And I wanted to take our belief level to a a simple, higher level today than it has been. That's what I want to do. Because I believe that we trust what the doctors say more than what God says. We trust what our nutritionists say rather than what God says. We trust what our friends say they read on the internet more than what God says. And all these things are good if God sends it to sends us that way. But what simple message that he gave me today is that I want to be a blessing to my children. And I want my children to believe that I want to be a blessing to them. 
I want them to trust me more than anybody else in this world. Trust me. Because after all, no one can do anything other than God. Without God, we can do nothing anyway. And he's saying, this is, this is what I want. And so I want you to take that. Asking to not just the, you know, the prayer of faith. I want you to take it to the prayer of opportunity. I want you to take it to a higher level because I love you. And my heart is to bless my children. That's what he, what he says. And, and, and see, how, what are we going to do with this message, really? What are we going to do with a message like this? You say, what message? Um, <coughs> you, I mean, you read what the word said. What, what are we going to do when we say that the Father's heart is to bless his children? And he's given us a promise. I mean, without a doubt, a promise that if we ask and keep asking, we're going to receive. If we seek and keep seeking, we're going to find. If we knock and keep knocking, the door is going to be open. The door is going to be open. And to me, that changes everything. It changes everything. It changes what somebody might have said about your child in school. Your child is going to have problems because they are A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and all these letters. Well, see, is that, what, is that what the father said? If the father says, I want to bless my children, ask me. Ask me and see when I, when I do it. Well, we say, well, I don't know whether that'll work or not because, after all, uh, these are professionals and they do these kind of studies and they eva- do these evaluations. And so... Uh, it looks like this is what they have, and it is what it is. Well, then, what we need to do <coughs> is take this Bible, the iPad, fold it up, and say, you know what? This is not worth seeking God on. It's better to seek it's better to see what people are saying. It's better to see what the doctor is saying. It's better to see what the, all these people doing the studies say. It's better to do that. And you say, well, but don't you know that, that there's some truth to these things? What is truth? Really? What is truth? Truth is the word of God. That's the truth. And so, 
anything that's not the word of God is not really true. It's just what somebody has done studies on and believe. Now, I'm not telling you to go throw your medicine away, all this stuff, you know. I'm telling you what God says. Seek him. He wants to be a loving father to us. He wants to answer our prayer. That's what he wants to do. He doesn't want us knowing that we have a loving father who is the creator of the universe who can do all things but won't do anything for his children. Even though he can do it, he's not going to do it because he'd rather for you to seek the doctor. He'd rather for you to seek the therapist. He'd rather for you to seek somebody else. Why seek him? Do you understand what I'm saying? Because we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to believe what God says. We're going to have to believe it. We're going to have to believe it. Let let God be true and every man a liar. And so, even though we're in the end times now, there are many hardships that will be coming. But I know that I want to start practicing hearing from God, trusting in God, relying on God. That's what I want to start doing. I don't want people to say, well, what's wrong with you? You say, well, you know, I had a stomach virus. And you say, oh, let me give you some Pepto-Bismol. That should take care of it. I don't want anybody telling me that. Because even though Pepto-Bismol, it, it, was, it was good back in the day. You know, I don't even know whether they still make the stuff now or not. They do. Um, but I want them saying, hey, let me lay hands on you and pray for you. That's what I want. That's what I want. And you say, well, I'll do that, but then i give you pepper business. No. Let's don't do that because you're telling me you don't believe in your prayers anyway. If, 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 if I ask you to pray, and you say you'll pray, but we're going to still do this natural and all this stuff. Uh, don't, don't, don't even, let's don't go there because there's no need to pray. Just give me the, the, the remedies and we'll go from there. That's what I want. Because otherwise, we're going to be in a situation where we don't really believe what Jesus said. And that's not good. It's not good at all for you to come up with prayer knowing that 
The people who are praying don't believe in what they're praying. You wouldn't want that, would you? No. No. And so, that's the message that really God gave me, is that I want you to stop disbelieving in me. Stop it. Because I'm more than enough. More than enough for what you need. Do you agree with that? Is it anything that you have need of that God can't supply? Do you believe it though? How much do you really believe it? That'll change our prayer life, won't it? It'll change our prayer life. Because most churches universally the probably the smallest uh, group of people who gather together are the prayer people in any church. I don't care whether they have a thousand people, two thousand people, I don't care how many it is, uh, it's still the same. They don't have that many people according to the people that they have that are pray. Why is it that way? Why is it that when we call for prayer, people won't come? Think about it. Why is it that way? It seems like if we would believe what God says, and we say, hey, we're going to have a prayer time. Praise God. When is it going to start? Because we know that in the New Testament, when the church got together and prayed, God answered. Even though they didn't think that their prayers were being answered, God answered their prayers. And he'll answer ours. He'll answer ours. So that's the message for today. And, and, and uh, I, I've said many times before, I'm going to do a message that is not going to take 45 minutes. It's not going to take 30 minutes. I'm going to just lay it forth what God says and call it a day. And I've never done it before out of all these years because I keep stretching it out, stretching it out, stretching it out. But I'm not going to do that today because I believe that you got the point. I believe you got the point. So, let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor in Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net. Or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.